No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where the Lord charges Joshua to lead the people and to be strong and courageous, or he will lead the children of Israel into the promised land. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl begins the book of Joshua on Simply the Bible. Joshua had a tall order before him. Moses had died, and now Joshua had to fill those big sandals. He had a threefold job before him. To lead the people into the promised land, to defeat the inhabitants of the land, and to divide the inheritance among the twelve tribes of Israel. This would take much strength and courage. We begin today the book of Joshua, chapter 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, you and all the people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. For many years, Joshua had received orders from Moses, the servant of God. But now that Moses had passed, he would receive orders directly from the Lord. In California, I served for 15 years as an assistant to my pastor. When we moved to Boise in 1994 to pioneer a church, it was very different because now there was no one else telling me what to do. I had to seek the Lord directly and act in faith on what I believed he was putting upon my heart. The Lord was faithful to speak to Joshua directly. Joshua had heard these words before through Moses, but it was empowering to hear them directly from the Lord. Arise, go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. This book of Joshua is all about taking by faith what God has already given to you. So let me ask you, is there something God has put before you that requires you to step out in faith? Jesus said to the church of Philadelphia, See, I have set before you an open door, and no one can shut it, for you have a little strength, have kept my word, and have not denied my name. My prayer is that as we go through this study together, that God will help us go through the doors He has opened to us. May we step out in faith to conquer the land God has already given us. Verse 3, Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and to the great sea, that would be the Mediterranean, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your territory. Even during the time of David and Solomon, when the land possessed by Israel reached its greatest extent, they never fully took all the land that God promised to them. Is there a lesson for us in this? Certainly, we don't take nearly all that God would give us if we would believe, step out, and take the land. 
verse 5. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. This is the most important thing to remember if you are in leadership, that you're not acting alone, that the Lord is with you. And what a great promise this is. In fact, it's a promise that's repeated many times in Scripture. Isaiah 41.10 says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. In 1 Chronicles 28.20, David was preparing his son Solomon to build the temple. Now, David knew this was an awesome project and that Solomon needed a lot of encouragement. So David said to his son, Be strong and of good courage and do it. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord God, my God, will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you until you have finished all the work for the service of the house of the Lord. And then the author of Hebrews, Hebrews 13:5, said to the church, for he himself has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. How we need to remember that. Do you think the Holy Spirit is trying to tell us something? He said it many times throughout scripture. It has been well said that God and any one person is a majority. And Paul wrote to the Romans that if God is for us, then who can be against us? Or in other words, what difference does it make who is against us if God is for us? Verse 6, Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. Now, four times in this chapter, Joshua is told to be strong and courageous. Then the Lord told him to divide the land. That would be the next thing he would do after he brought the people into the land and, and defeated the enemy. It would be to divide the land and give it to the 12 tribes of Israel as their inheritance. And then the Lord said that Joshua was to observe to do according to all the law which Moses wrote. You see, it wasn't enough just to observe the law. He was to observe to do it. Observe to obey it. As James tells us, be doers of the word and not merely hearers of the word, deceiving yourself. Verse 8. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. This word meditate in the Hebrew, it actually means to mutter to one's self or to ponder, to speak it out loud. And that's why the Lord told Joshua that the book of the law was not to depart from his mouth. He was to speak it out again and again, meditating on it or muttering it to himself day and night. And then there would be a correlation between 
speaking it out daily and obeying it. Now, I have personally discovered that when it comes to my personal Bible reading, I like to speak it out loud. I find that if I speak it and then I'm hearing it, I, number one, am less likely to fall asleep or daydream, but it actually helps me to comprehend it better. Finally, the Lord said, then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Now, God does not measure success the way that man measures success. Often, man looks at a person's net worth to measure his success. But God measures success by coming into conformity with his will. There are some people who succeed materially, but they're bankrupt spiritually. If you seek on your own to be prosperous and successful, you may achieve your goals, but later you will regret it. Scottish novelist George MacDonald said, In whatever man does without God, he must fail miserably or succeed more miserably. Often the best thing that God could do for us if we're doing something out on our own that he's not part of is to let us fail miserably at it. But when God prospers you, then there is no regret. Verse 9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage? Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This was now the third time God told Joshua to be strong and courageous. And why do you think that God did that? I find that the Lord never wastes words. God must have known that Joshua was afraid and feeling weak. And who could blame him? He had a huge task before him. This reminds me of what the Apostle Paul told Timid, Timothy, his son in the faith. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Verse 10. Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the camp and command the people, saying, Prepare provisions for yourselves. For within three days you will cross this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess. So even though God had sent him to do this and God was with him and was going to empower him, there were still practical considerations. And Joshua said, okay, you guys, we're going to go in, so prepare provisions for yourself. Make sure you got plenty of food. You're going to need it. Verse 12, And to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh, Joshua spoke, saying, Remember the word which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, saying, The Lord your God is giving you rest and is giving you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your livestock shall remain in the land which Moses gave you on this side of the Jordan. But you shall pass before your brethren armed, all your mighty men of valor, and help them until the Lord has given your brethren rest as he gave you. And they also have taken possession of the land which the Lord your God is giving them. Then you shall return to the land of your possession and enjoy it, which Moses, the Lord's servant, gave you on this side of the Jordan toward the sunrise. You'll recall that the two and a half tribes wanted this land on the east side of the Jordan. And Moses said, okay, I'll let you do that, but you got to make sure that you go over with your other brethren and help them conquer their land. Then you can come back and 
and take ownership of the east side of the Jordan. So Joshua is just holding them to their commitment. Verse 16. So they answered Joshua saying, All that you command us we will do, and wherever you send us we will go. Just as we heeded Moses in all things, so we will heed you. Only the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your command and does not heed your words in all that you command him shall be put to death. Only be strong and of good courage. So here the people tell Joshua, look, we are with you full bore. Everything you command, we will do. And that's the kind of people you got to have when you're going to battle. There can't be any doubt about disunity in leadership. And so we're, we are full on with you, Joshua, as we were with Moses, so we will be with you. And then they said, really what the Lord had told Joshua also, be strong and courageous. They wanted Joshua to be a strong leader, to find out from God what they needed to do, and then to do it with all of his heart. And that's just a good recipe for good leadership. May God help us take this charge to be strong and courageous, to go forward in the things that God has called you to do, and do it knowing that the Lord is with you. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we'll see where Joshua sends two men to spy on Jericho. They meet a prostitute named Rahab who hides them and makes a deal of them to save her family. We hope you'll join us as we continue through the book of Joshua on Simply the Bible.